You're listening to The Bottom Bible. I'm Katie. I'm Vanessa. This is a weekly podcast brought to you by a couple of bottom-loving bitches who want to talk about sex, relationships, current events, pop culture, and everything in between. Thanks for listening. To tell me what you want from me. I, I really need it. I, I really need it. Hello. Hi. And welcome to the bottom bible i'm katie i'm vanessa and we have i hope you have glasses of water at your ready because we have an episode about one of the thirstiest thirstiest that's hard to say people we've ever had the privilege to watch to regard to witness oh the thirst is so real but we don't want it to seem like we are not, I wouldn't say fans, but like we don't, we don't want to seem like we don't like this person. Right. Um, because there's a lot of empathy and in some cases sympathy um, mm-hmm. with some of the things this person does. It is just a case of somebody being so unabashedly, emotionally thirsty. Yes. Yeah, yes. that's a good point because I I think my biggest frustration comes when I watch this person. It, mm-hmm. Spoiler alert, it's a reality TV star. Is I'm like, oh, girl, no. No, no. I'm like, I'm rooting for you. I feel like I'm Tyra Banks. And it's like, we were rooting for you. We were. I was rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. That's what I feel like in that moment. Um, <sighs> so we might as well say it because it's probably Let's in the title. It. I haven't decided yet. Um, it's Darcy Silva, who is a reality star from the hit TLC follow-up before the 90 days. I realized she was yes. never on the actual 90 day fiance series, which was the first TLC. The 90 series. day fiance journey is yes. a complex one. Oh, I love it. Uh, there are so many episodes of, and so many versions of the show mm-hmm. like there's 90 day fiance which i've never watched there's mm. 90 day fiance before the 90 days which is what yes. darcy's on and what i have watched some of them four seasons of that show by the way and then there's 90 days the other way yeah mm-hmm. because that's the one where the person because in all the others it's been there's an american and mm-hmm. someone from outside the u.s and the 90 day the other way is the person instead of coming to the u.s the person yeah. from the u.s is going to the other country yeah. usually because the person in the other country cannot come to the u.s yes yes and then now there's 30 day or i'm sorry 30 day now there's 90 day oh there's also pillow talk Oh, I, I and there's also like the quarantine edition. Oh my god, I know. There's Which too is, many. I just I, TLC. What are you doing? So it's a TLC show. Um, oh, you know it's quality. And, it's TLC. Oh, god, I mean TLC has been around for a really long time. I used to watch children's programming on TLC because it's originally I think it was Ready Set was Learn, the Learning Channel. Yes, I used to it watch used to have, this like quality, like kind of educational. Yes. Stuff on it. Just like yeah, Bravo, didn't it have trading spaces on it as well. I think trading yeah, spaces think originated. So. Well, it was a British yes. show that the USA Tra- adapted. Yes, um, 
And then I remember being a very, very young tyke and watching a show called, um, I think it's like Mr. Einstein or Einstein's, I'm blanking, but I loved it. It was all these puppets. Um, I mean, not Jim Henson level puppets, but it was still really great. And it was his classroom. Oh, Professor Iris. That's what it was called. It just came to me. There was like a flower and a piano and a weird duck thing. And it was great. Um, okay. So before we get into complete, fully into the episode, um, what are you drinking? Anything? Uh, I'm not drinking a cocktail, um, because I was lazy, um, I am having a LaCroix mm. Pamplemousse. Oh. Um, which is my favorite. That's a it's quench a thirst. Drink. A thirst quencher? A quench thirster. Mm-hmm. That's not how that goes. It is a um, real quench thirster. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Um, oh, God. I want to say that like that for now. Forever. Mmm. Oh. It's a real quench thirster. <laughs> it's a real quench thirster. Um, the grapefruit is my favorite, although... Mm. Thanks to friend of the pod, Carol. Hi, Carol. Uh, lemon is now coming up in my world. I love a citrus. Lemon is very subtle. Barely, I you can barely citrus. taste it. But I sometimes I want to be slapped across the face with flavor. That's when I go for my <laughs> try and true grapefruit. I feel like with LaCroix, it's like, um, it's just a, like a light napkin across the face. It's not a hard hit, but it's just like a bum. Oh, but that grapefruit is strong. <laughs> <laughs> okay that grapefruit has maybe some it's like oomph. a there's got cut some pennies in there it's like a sock the grapefruit is a, is a solid flick across oh. the nose <laughs> solid flick or then like a grapefruit a doink like grapefruit bam yeah i just um, didn't make a, a cocktail cocktail because i just couldn't be bothered that is probably for the best i i've had to like actively tell myself like today we're making no drinks, no cocktails, no, no, no alcohol for you. Um, I have to. Yeah, I have to just because I there's a, I have to make sure that I can draw that line because. Right. It's quarantine. It's a wild time. Hmm, alcohol sounds nice. Um, yeah. And I'm just lazy. <laughs> yeah. Mine's not about self-control or improving myself at all. It was just like. <laughs> Oh, God, I don't want to do, like, three things. I'm just going to grab this can out of the <laughs> Okay, so speaking not- of great segue, self-control. Let's speaking talk about first and self-control. Miss Darcy Silva, shall we? Okay. So Miss Darcy has a few tricks up her sleeve, but she's most well-known as being a participant on um, the show that we've mentioned already before 90 Day Fiance, before the 90 days. Now, she has been on this show for four seasons total. I thought it was only, I thought she was only on one with her first boo and two with the next, but she's been on the show for four seasons. Um, she, yeah, I know. Uh, and they're back to back years. Um, so she has not missed a beat since she's been on, which I believe her first season was 2017. So it's been 2017, 2018, 20. That would make sense because they're filmed the year prior or at least six months mm-hmm. prior. I'm sure. Um, while they're probably being filmed while one of the other um, versions of the show is being aired. So Darcy hails right. from Middletown, Connecticut. Um, so she's from the USA 
And um, they say her birthday is September uh, 1974. I won't give her a full birthday, even though it's you can find it on the internet. Um, so she is what that she'd be at 45. She'll be 46. She's 45. September. Yeah. Um, so she is aside. I couldn't find a ton about what she had done before the show. Um, cause that I think is one of her main sources of income. Now I do know she has a twin sister. So she is one of a twin. Um, she was married before she did have a husband. She's now divorced and she has, um, two daughters that at the time the first season aired, they were like they seemed like early teens to me. Yeah. Um yeah, the two daughters. I don't believe they're twins, but they're close in age, I think. Um so she before the 90 days, the only information I could find in terms of like what she did, I know she worked on a few television shows with her sister. She also was the executive producer on a film in 2013 called White T. White and then T, just the letter T. Um, And I looked up the IMDb on that and it's a lot of family members. So I don't understand the full story. I don't really think it was like a feature film. I don't remember it. Um, But she had an executive producer role on that show. Um, Her IMDb also says she's an actress, but I can't find anything to support. Or well, that claim other than the 90 day fiance reality actress well, well, maybe okay. um we're blurring some lines so i believe she currently lives in los angeles california so says the internet i don't know um yeah. and yeah and then she does have a clothing line with her twin sister as well um oh. so i do know on one of the reunion shows it mentioned that she worked in the industry so i don't know if she was a promoter if she was like a producer if she's you know she's giving maybe she's funding programs or shows or startups or i'm not sure but i know she's in kind of the entertainment biz and her sister is right along um there with her so when we're first introduced to her in the context of how we know her through the reality television show 90 days um that is in 2017 and that is with jesse meester i believe is how his Mm -hmm. last name is pronounced and that show she's on two seasons with jesse spoiler they don't work out and then the season (laughs) i the season's I'm most familiar with are the ones that she's with English boy Tom or man Tom. Um, And that's um, she's with two seasons with Tom as well. And um, we can get to some recent like recent events that happened with Tom. But um, Vanessa, I know, knows her more from the Jesse days. And I think those are the more kind of the more notorious moments of how everyone kind of fell into this yeah. frustrated love relationship with Darcy. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much her, what I could find on her, uh, like just scouring the internet, trying to find more information. Oh, I did find actually, I have one more little piece. So apparently, um, and I made a little note, she, both, both sisters have also made music together. I Ooh. would kill for those demo tapes like legit like i like what does that mean if anybody knows what that means if there's links up there youtube videos 
please, for the love of God, send them to us. I, I, this is content that I yearn. That's a strong word. I yearn to see this. I have to see this. What does that mean? Is that a, like, it's Friday? What is, what does that mean? Angelina from Jersey Shore also did a music video. My favorite thing in the world. Favorite thing in the world. Um, Um, So yeah, so that's pretty much the info I have on Miss Darcy, other than what I've watched and seen of her. Okay, so as Katie mentioned, I know Darcy from 90 Day Fiance before the 90 Days. But yeah. it was from a podcast I was listening to where one host was literally begging the other host to please watch <laughs> before the 90 Days. I and I was like, I'm going to do it. It's on Hulu. A wild ride. Could not watch everybody. Um, <laughs> had to fast forward like through some segments because I just couldn't yeah um but I watched every second of Darcy on the screen um just a couple of quick notes that I have to I I feel I can only share with you guys and Katie I can only share with you the listeners and Katie I'm trying to stop myself from saying you guys trying but I'm old y'all so you're doing a great job gonna take a while Darcy's Instagram is private Mm. which slays me because the private insta is the height of thirst excuse me the height i'm upset by that i hate meme accounts set to private how am i supposed to share your memes listen if you're private excuse me i will not make my friends subscribe to you i will screenshot that shit (laughs) i will screen capture that shit if it's a video um i will reenact it i will describe it in vast detail but i will not make my friends join um so she has seven hundred and seventy-two thousand followers and is private what the fuck oxymoron okay but i noticed that her link is to her cameo (gasps) now for those of you who don't know the cameo it's a service where finger quotes Famous people, mostly TV, mm-hmm. mostly mm-hmm. like a lot reality star heavy mm-hmm. will record um, short videos for you for a fee. So they charge a fee and you in your um, like order. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. Oliver is barking at nothing oh, outside. He's a beep. Um, I had my door slightly closed so that he could come in and out. But. <laughs> He he just shoved his beautiful nugget body through the doorway. My door went wide open. And I had already set myself up like with a lap desk. I was like, well, I'm not moving. I guess that's just how the door stays. Sound so now nice. he's outside barking at everything. I'm sorry. Okay. So you uh, put in a request for the cameo. Mm-hmm. And you give them your name. You tell them who it's for, like what the person's name is. Because it's usually something you purchase for someone else. Like for a birthday. Right. Or yes. congratulations type of thing. thing. So you tell them like, oh, okay, yeah. so this video or like this this cameo is from my friend Katie. You know, she's celebrating uh, like her, you know, first wedding anniversary and blah, 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 blah. Okay. Um, and you can even put in a little request like she loves the show. Like she loves you so much. She's a huge fan of yours. Like if you could just please you know, say, you know, this, this or this or whatever. Or, like mention this, this or this, whatever. Oh my um, and then the person doing the cameo um the celeb if you will um 
they'll tell you how oft, how long it takes for them typically to respond. So they don't always get done right away. So like the more popular a person is, it may take them longer to get through all their requests and stuff. Right. Um, and so Darcy right now is temporarily unavailable. I was trying to see what she charges, but I can't see it um, because she's, I think, on a break or maybe has too many requests and is not doing cameos right now. So you can wishlist her and get a notification when she's available. Oh um, but she's in her bio, I'm noticing that almost all the eyes are capitalized, even in the middle of words. Huh. There's just like one or two that are not. But it's like, okay, so the I in personality and the I in reality are not. Otherwise, it looks like all the eyes are for some oh, reason capitalized. That. Yeah, I'm so not sure what that's weird. about. Weird. Um, but I was looking up so in comparison, like I looked up some Vanderpump rules people because of course I did. Mm-hmm. Um and let me look up just to double check. So what they are charging, they are also from a, a hit reality show. The senior cast members, like the OG cast members. Yeah. Uh, like, let's see, Tom Schwartz and Tom Sandoval are going for $150, but I think they're a pair, but I know that they were raising money for employees of their bar. Yeah. Um, but someone like Jax Taylor, (laughs) villain, (laughs) he charges $140. Okay. So bigger names are going to go for over a hundred dollars. Like I think like right. real housewives are on there and all this stuff. So yeah, uh, Darcy is, is making a little cash doing her cameo work too, but maybe doing so well that she's got to take a little break. I just looked and I realized that if you search for the person, even if they're unavailable, okay, Darcy charges $50. Oh, okay. That's not bad. She's temporarily unavailable, but she charges fifty dollars. Yeah, and her sister Stacy charges fifty dollars and is available right now. Oh, Stacy! But like Stacy, look, get Darcy in here. They both spell their names with e y's at the end, so it's d a r c e y and s t a c e y. Yeah. Okay. So with Darcy, um, you. I know that you you told me that you had some kind of like you found some psychologist or something that had analyzed her. Okay, so I found in doing my research, y'all, I found psychology in Seattle on YouTube, but it's also a podcast. It's been around for a while. I think since like 2008 done by Dr. Kirk Honda, who is a professor and therapist at Antioch College. I'm sorry, Antioch University in seattle Mm. and his co-host is umberto who is not a therapist uh it's just like the the everyday like the lay person okay uh bringing their voice to the pod and he does these like psychological deep dives for i'm i think for the podcast but also for youtube uh where he'll do reality couples or reality stars Uh, and he said one is just kind of for fun you know just for entertainment and two, it's because, you know, these shows are really popular and people start to identify with some of the people on the show. And it's totally. just a way for them to make for him to help people make connections. Like you might see something in like Darcy that you've noticed in yourself, like patterns or something. And maybe realizing like, oh, my God, I do that. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yes, that's me. 
this applies to me. Just, you know, sometimes seeing it helps you maybe make some realizations about yourself and your behaviors and choices that you're making and the motivations behind what some of what you're doing. Yeah. Sometimes Um, you need to be slightly removed um, in order to actually get a clear picture of some of the behaviors that you are taking part in. (laughs) So I looked him up. He is a licensed marriage and family therapist in Washington State since 1999. He's a nice. real person, a professor, a therapist, a real, like, an actual doctor, not like Dr. Phil. Yeah. Uh, yes. Um, he, Dr. Phil was a psychologist, wasn't he? But then he got no, his he license was a botanist, taken away? I think. Really? No, he was... I don't think he was ever a therapist. I think he is an M... He... He's not a, f- a medical doctor. I think he has a PhD. Uh, in like, I, I, I'm seriously, okay, let's look it up. We can even edit I'm this out. I'm looking it up. We'll edit this out. I think he ha- holds a doctorate in clinical psychology, but he's not licensed to practice because he got his license taken away. I remember looking that up. Yeah, Dr. Phil McGraw. So he does have a doctorate in clinical psychology, but he is not licensed to practice. I think but not he licensed. Like a, he had a scandal, I think. I think he was at one point. Um, he earned his Master's of Arts in Experimental Psychology and Clinical Psychology. He began working in private practice for several years. Um, unless he just let his license go. Because I, I don't know if it's I the same thing as nursing, so. but you have to like re- you have to redo. Um, Establishes private psychology practice. Oh, no longer ma- oh, involved in several controversies, which put his license to practice at risk. So he does have a degree in psychology, but he's not. Licensed. He had a formal criminal complaint filed against him in California in 2008 for practicing psychology without a professional license or certification and violating doctor patient confidentiality in connection with Yikes. the incident with Britney Spears in 2008. Yikes. He voluntarily so he... surrendered his Texas license in 2007. Yeah, so I'm going to say therapist. no. Yeah. Not qualified, Dr. Phil. But anyway, this guy is... Yeah. Okay, we can come back. So this guy is a legit therapist, still licensed, teaching, practicing in the state of Washington. Mm-hmm. Um, fun it. podcast, or I haven't listened to the podcast, but it's a really fun YouTube channel. His co-host was not in the episode that I watched. So I don't know if they do the podcast together and then he just does the YouTube videos on his own. Okay. But I can best believe I'm going to be doing a deep dive. What is the psychology in Seattle? Psychology in Seattle. Okay. Psychology in Seattle. Yeah. I'm going to put a link uh, when we um, do the show notes for this. So did he do a Darcy 90 day. He this was his Darcy video. Uh it's in multiple parts. I only watched part one because that was most of what I saw in um from the 90 day fiance before the 90 days uh episodes that I have watched. Okay. Uh, I didn't want to get too too deep into it. I also like only had so much time to do things. Um but Okay, so super fast background on 90 Days in case you are completely in the dark and have no idea what we're talking about. The 90 Day Fiance, the 90 Day part of it is the 90 day period in which you have to file um, 
the document. What is the document? What is the K one K one visa? The K one visa. So that is a visa for a fiance of an American citizen. When mm-hmm. you, as the person from the other country, intend to stay in the U.S. and get residency yeah. in the U.S. Yeah, I don't know how um, it works in the reverse, but I'm sure it's some similar. I, I think it would depend on the country you're going to. Yeah. So each oh, country sure. is going to have yeah, its yeah. own yeah um, terms like, and um, sort of forms yeah. and qualifications and rules and regulations yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. Um. So the 90 Day Fiance OG is, you know, people from the U.S. meeting people from other countries online through services all you know i think it's usually online and through like dating services and so many different ways there have been some really good i've so i've watched a lot of 90 day fiance and there are a lot of okay cupids a lot of other sites and then there are some like in person like they were vacationing down in the bahamas they were vacationing they went on their birthright trip um, right, and one right. of the counselors was, you know, they fell in love and et cetera, et cetera. So there are different ways. Um, but you're, to your point, a lot are online. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that does explain why in basically most of these cases, not all, but most of the people have not met face to face. In some cases, they haven't even video chatted or video yeah. called each it's other. It's just like texts. Text, email, you know, um, sometimes it turns out, shockingly, it's a catfish situation. I mean, who would think? Um, but in others, it's like the person comes from a very kind of poor area yeah. or undeveloped area where yeah. maybe there there aren't as many resources. Um, and like I said, in some cases, it turns out to be a big scam. You know, yeah. it's just somebody manipulating the other person into sending them money, gifts, things uh, with no intent of ever meeting them in, in real life. But um, so there's OG 90 Day Fiance, 90 Day Fiance before the 90 days. So before the visa, uh, the K-1 visa has been applied for. This is usually the person from the U.S. going to visit the person in their country. Yeah. Um, then there's 90 day the other way, which is the person from the U.S. intending on going to the foreign country and getting residency there because the person cannot come to the U.S. Yes. Uh, exactly. Either because there's difficulty in, you know, getting to the U.S., usually because there's a criminal record. Um, usually or there's some some sort of hindrance in them coming to the US and then the other ones are more sort of like commentary like pillow talk quarantine I think those are already established couples from yes. the franchise different franchises yes doing commentary my birthright um, trip Alexi right. and Lauren are on there yeah oh, so um, this so Darcy is on 90 day fiance before the 90 days. Yes. The ones I've watched are with the uh, gentleman from Amsterdam named Jesse. And then the one Katie has seen is the British guy. What's his name? Tom. Tom. Okay. Yes. So he's a salsa dancer. This video uh, from Dr. Honda is from the season with uh, Jesse when she first 
goes to Amsterdam to meet Jesse. So okay. they have spoken on the phone. I think they've FaceTimed and I, you know, they've been in constant contact. They've never met face to face, but they have seen each other and have had some, I think, kind of steamy conversations. Okay. Take Do you know what app as- they met on? I don't. I don't remember. Okay. Okay. But I don't know if it was FaceTime. I know that they used FaceTime when she was in mm-hmm. Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's Amsterdam. It's like a modern city. Um, so I don't I don't know why they wouldn't. I mean, they're probably Facebook. I think they're Facebook friends. So okay. chatting, texting, and I assume FaceTime or Skype or something along those lines. Yeah. Um, and so Dr. Honda kind of, I think, has the same reaction I had. When I saw them at the airport, Darcy, very high maintenance and mm, admittedly mm-hmm. proudly so. Um, she has a certain style and she is a very provocative mm-hmm. dresser. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of cleavage, lots of legs, uh, a lot of, you know, very heavy glam makeup, uh, very snatched hair, you know, yes. pulled back tight. Ariana Grande ponytail, <laughs> uh, big hoops. So mm-hmm. she arrives in Amsterdam to meet Jesse. And when they first see each other, they seem into each other. Both yeah. of them. She's really excited to see him. He seems very excited to see her. Big hug, kisses at the airport, you know, hand holding. It all seems cool. Um, one of the things that the doctor, rec- uh, re- like kind of pointed out was they do seem like they're responding positively to each other. Um, but okay. the skeptic take would be how much of this is playing up for the cameras. These are two people who willingly sure. signed up to have this documented. How much of this is just kind of them playing for the cameras? Yeah. But he said, you know, uh, I'm going to be positive and choose to believe that these are genuine feelings until I'm proven wrong. Yeah. Or, you know, unless proven otherwise, he's just going to believe like, yeah, that their, their initial reaction to each other was very positive. Uh, Because sometimes even if you've chatted with somebody video, like chatted with somebody, the face to face, like in person meeting can still be kind of awkward. Oh my God. My brother was just telling me about this. He had like, he was like, yeah, because he's been quarantine dating. Yeah. And it's going great. But he was jokingly saying that he once like chatted, this was years ago, with a guy on, I think, like Facebook or something. And he was like, yeah, he seemed great. And then when I met him in person, he was like, he he just blinked, like rapidly blinked the entire time. And he's like, I feel bad. Like, I don't know if it was like Tourette's or something, but he wasn't like, telling me or if he was just really nervous. But he was like, I couldn't get over the blinking thing. So it's like, it's a different like chemistry. It's a different and vibe. vibe. Sometimes it just person. doesn't work in person. But yeah. for these two crazy kids, it seems to to be genuine. They're, they they respond pretty well. Um, so <laughs> in the way that the show is edited, they meet each other at the airport and then they're like out for dinner. And she instantly asks him, is he going to change his Facebook status? Oh, my God. Like, cringe. are you going to change your Facebook status to in a relationship? Which to me just says a lot about her age. Mm-hmm. Um, cause it seems you have to be very young or older to care about yeah. Facebook status, status. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I have never set a Facebook status, like relationship status. 
Me neither. Never. I don't care. I don't, don't care. care. I'm not using Facebook to date. Anybody no. who is my friend, like, knows what's going on with me. Right. Anybody yeah. who doesn't, like, you don't need to. Right? That's yeah. fine. You don't okay. need to be in that. Yeah. Um. So Dr. Honda says that people have different positions on how quickly um, they want to make kind of kind of public declaration about relationship status and how quickly they want to establish a relationship status. So, you know, he's like, yeah. some people want to do it right away. Some people want to, you know, take their time with it and don't want to do it right away. Neither side is wrong. But um, it can create a conflict if those two kind of different opinions or different sort of approaches aren't communicating clearly. Yeah. Um, and he thinks that Darcy seems to be setting herself up to be hurt because Jesse doesn't seem ready for that because she's like, what about the Facebook status? And he mm. is completely taken by surprise and is just kind of like, you know, my friend, he said exactly what I said. I just realized, oh my God, I'm a Jesse. Um, he said, <laughs> well, all my friends like know what's going on with me. So what difference does it make? Mm. Uh, kind of something along yeah. those lines. And she is just like, well, you know, I've never changed it because I would never change it unless I'm fully invested and it's for real. And I need to know if this is for real. Um, And the doctor is saying, you know, so it kind of seems like they're on different pages about this. Yeah. This is something very, very important to her not that important to him doesn't mean he's not into her it just means that they have two kind of different approaches to this yeah and how they navigate like and handle their own emotions is going to be kind of the interesting thing to watch um he said like this isn't a total disaster but it's just not great like they handled it okay yeah but she's clearly hurt and now he's worried that he upset her, but neither one of them talk about it anymore. At least not on not that it's mm. not that it's shown. It mm -hmm. seems to you know as, as far as we know from this edit, they kind of just left it at that, very like unfinished, not resolved. So said, about it. Yeah. So he said that if he had been there, he would have continued the conversation and asked more questions to draw out what they're feeling, like asking Darcy, you know getting Darcy to say that she's feeling a little insecure about the relationship status and she's not going to make any demands on him. Cause that is what she said. Like, I, you know, like whatever, but instead of just saying like, well, whatever and trailing off is saying, look, I'm not going to make any demands of you. Just, you know, this is something I'm a little bit insecure about. Hmm. Um, and you know, I don't want to make any demands on you. I just want to get some clarification. Like, what are you thinking this is? Like, where where are we? Yeah. And, you know, he's saying she is very all or nothing. Like, or, you know, she's very, like, all in right away. And he yeah. seems to be kind of more cautious and is saying, like, seemingly kind of acting like he likes her and he wants to obviously give this a try because he's doing it. But he's not ready to commit a hundred percent because they literally just met. Right. They've right. spoken to each other a Logical. lot and they've been in communication, but they have just met. It's been hours. Yeah. It hits a little different. 
in person compared to just um and you communicating know yeah online oh god and so he's yeah. saying like neither one is right you may you know see you may <laughs> you may see yourself going you know relating to one more than the other i'm relating a little more to jesse than i am to mm-hmm. darcy yeah um but there may be some Darcy's out there that are like, look, I've gone so far as to plan this trip. We're yeah. spending this money. I flew thousands of miles. I'm in it. Because it I, is, she she is the one who made the greater kind of sacrifice up until now. Mm-hmm. She's shelled out money for this trip and she's flown thousands of miles, left her family. That she Remember, she's got two kids that she yeah. left at home to meet this guy. So she might be a little more invested in this than him. Yeah. I've known a lot of Darcy's. Like I really, oh, I really yeah. have, you know, like I just, um, which is like, you know, it's no, I have no criticism or critique about anybody going after what they want. And I don't think gender right. should be placed in terms of who goes after who, who asks out who, like, what are we 1950s? No, but there is this thing that happens, I think, um, I've just seen it more with women where they feel, it's not that they necessarily even want to own this behavior. They feel like this is what they're supposed to do. They feel like they're supposed to snag a man and the man is supposed to behave, you know, tick all these points off from A, B, C, D, and E. And it creates this like very unhealthy, very toxic, um, forced sort of mentality mm-hmm. when you just have this younger, especially like around her age, I guess. Um, like I feel like I've seen this more the older I've gotten in certain people that maybe are still single or still looking for something. And it's just so like um, you want to tell them like, just breathe. It's OK. You're great. Just realize what makes you great and let the rest of the shit go. Um, and then to contrast, like Jesse, obviously, I don't really know the Jesse character, but it sounds like he's just, he's, he's just wanting to take it at a different pace and he's wanting to see how it plays out and that they're just like clashing. And I feel like I've just seen the, the intensity more in the female friends that I have than I have the male friends. I've seen it in some male friends too, to be fair. I really have. Um, but I think- into dr honda's breakdown this episode i watched is mostly discussing their attachment styles so not about gender it's about attachment styles and i agree with you that i've seen it seems to be more stereotypical one is more sort of women and one is more sort of one sort of more like feminine one sort of more masculine style but yes I've also seen those same types of attachment styles flipped the other way too. Mm. But so he said that the 90 day timeline puts a lot of pressure on also there's cameras. Oh, sure. So that's not helping things either. Um, And so what he said about the way that they resolve that, like that Facebook status um, scenario is just like a little tiny window into Darcy's inability or unwillingness to express her disappointment or her hurt, Uh. it doesn't bode well for 
uh, her ability to communicate those things, like those bigger feelings in more important issues. So Facebook status, she stumbles. Uh, she's not able to express to him that she's disappointed right. or hurt by yeah. by his reaction or his response. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if something as insignificant or small, kind of smaller scale as Facebook relationship status, she can't express to him how she's feeling for it in that scenario when it comes to something like her children Ooh. or, mm-hmm. you know, finances, something much bigger. How is she going to be able to communicate with him on those bigger topics or bigger feelings? Yeah. If she can't even do it with the little things. So the doctor is also very careful to say, obviously, these are not patients of his. They're not in an office setting with him. He's just kind of riffing on what he's seeing on TV. And what we're seeing on TV isn't the whole story because obviously it's hours and hours and hours of footage that is cut down to really short segments because they don't even get the whole episode. Remember that right. every episode is showing multiple couples. So they're getting, you know, maybe a total of 10 minutes of screen time, 10 to 12 right. minutes like for every episode. Maybe, maybe a little more, a little less on some. So he's saying what he is seeing, you know, what he can glean from what he has seen is that Darcy is the preoccupied attachment type. Mm. Um, so these are it's seen in uh, people who are raised in a way that's inconsistent from what they need so the way they're raised is inconsistent with what they need with what they need so usually because of abandonment abuse Mm -hmm. neglect chaos they are not given the attention or um kind of care that they Mm -hmm. require Mm. and A coping strategy that they see in kids as young as 18 and 24 months is to be very vigilant about whether someone is trustworthy or not and assume that people are going to disappoint you because they can't be trusted or Mm. because you're not worthy of the love. Mm. And that mindset and attachment style – ends up with someone, can often end up with somebody seeming to be very needy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Because they also make bigger demands on you. And what what may be a small amount of hurt gets blown up into something bigger than maybe it needs to be. Um, Their communication style is labeled as dramatic. So they're very okay. often seen as very dramatic personalities uh, with an all or nothing mindset. So mm, there's yeah. no gray area. It's black or it's white. That's it. Yeah. Um, and there's a hypervigilance that kicks in mm-hmm. when they think their partner or the other person maybe is hiding something or seems mm. to be not as forthgiving or forthcoming mm-hmm. as uh, as they think they should be. Um, and the attachment style, he says, recreates the past. Uh, So it's this cycle of distrust, misinterpretation, kind of all or nothing that kicks in and tends to push the other person away, creating more abandonment and hurt. So they're afraid of, they've been abandoned or hurt in the past. 
So when they see behavior that for them is like a red flag, they go into this hyper vigilant sort of distrustful mode that ends up pushing the other person away, mm-hmm. leading to more abandonment and more hurt. Yeah. It just perpetuates the cycle. Yeah. Oh, mental health. Doesn't okay. that always. So then he says, you know, he hasn't seen it as much with Jesse. He he could just be coming from a different frame of mind but he said jesse could also be an avoidant attachment type Mm, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. this type of person uh grows up with inconsistent love or attention especially Mm. consistently not enough okay um so not necessarily abandonment but just not enough or inconsistent Right. right um and it go it can go in the direction of narcissism Mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. end up being a very independent especially as a young child kind of frame of mind mm. where you think i don't need other people okay i can do it on myself i don't need to depend on anybody else i got this yeah and you may come across to people as mysterious or hard to figure out because you learn from a very early age that it's not good to signal your emotions because no one's going to be there for you and oh, it's just mm-hmm. a waste of time. Like I shouldn't, I shouldn't display my emotions because no one's going to be there for me anyway. I'm gonna have to deal with all yeah. this by myself. And they're avoiding rejection by not signaling what's going on inside them. So playing right. your cards close to the vest, mm-hmm. keeping everything in, <laughs> not being vulnerable, basically. Yeah. Yeah. As a way of protecting yourself from rejection. And it makes you seem kind of like aloof or mysterious. Maybe a little cold. Mm hmm. Yeah. And he said certain kinds of preoccupied people and avoidant people may fit well together in a strange way because one is going to be pursuing while the other distances themselves. Right. And it keeps like a functional distance between the two. There's like a tension mm. between the two that can work. Yeah. Not always going to be great, but that there there is, that could be that attraction. Like it might yeah. not turn out well in the end, but that initial <laughs> attraction is there because one starts to avoid and kind of getting into the person chasing them. And the other mm-hmm. one is chasing and into chasing the person that's avoiding. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've heard that said in so many different ways that like sometimes the pathology like can really fit one another if it works like a a difference between a chaotic and a stable. Like sometimes it like works and it evens kind of balances one another out. Um, You know, Uh, as you were. Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. You go. You go. I was going to say from the notes that you gave about um, his analysis of Jesse, I saw similar aspects in Tom, which is the Englishman that she which makes follow sense up. Yeah, because these are her patterns. So mm-hmm. he um, he also talks about. Okay, so there's a moment where <laughs> they're in Amsterdam, and Jesse and Darcy drive out to see Jesse's parents, like to have dinner with his parents. Mm-hmm. Who Jesse is a very uh, like tight-laced, S- seems to be a very tight-laced person. Very yeah, yeah, neat, yeah, yeah. very organized, very like 
um, very controlled like he's very controlled very structured yeah yeah um it would like you i don't know i can't remember if he was in the military but he does come off as somebody like from a military background or very very regimented mm, background. regimented is a good word i've seen clips of him and that fits and you meet well. you meet his parents and his parents are super artistic kind of hippie bohemian types hmm that's interesting but not soft in a way that like we're used to with american hippies where everybody's great it's love and peace like his parents kind of yam all over darcy they don't Ah. like her all that much uh they're 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 pretty fucking rude to her yeah saying that she's that she's not good enough for like that she's down here and jesse's up here and Mm. he is out of her league basically and then i think one of them also kind of makes a comment about americans like that she seems very fake to them that they're getting the vibe that she's kind of fake and putting on a show but that's kind of how americans are so maybe it's just because she's american Hmm. and so (laughs) she's not thrilled Right. At the things her his parents said to her, but she keeps it together. You know, she she she's fine. And then she kind of holds it all in. And then when they're in the car home, she does um, say to him, you know, like your parents kind of said some fucked up shit to me. Yeah. And Jesse, of course, immediately starts defending his his parents and giving explanations as mm. to like, you know. Like, oh, they didn't mean it like this. They were, they, you know, they were just trying to say this. And so the doctor is saying, you know, Darcy clearly wants to just be heard and get maybe a little empathy from him. Yeah. But she's not saying that. And he's, you know, he's like Mm. hoping that your partner can read your mind and like just magically know what you want from them. Impossible. Um, is, is impossible. Not a great yeah. strategy. No. Um, instead, you know, he said, Darcy should have just said, look, what your parents said hurt my feelings and I just want some empathy. Right. Like, you know, yeah. I'm sure they're good people. We'll move past this. You don't have to defend them. It's just my feelings are hurt and I just want to know that you care about my feelings. Yeah. That's it. Great advice. And, you know, she said, or the doctor said that, that can also one that can get your needs across clearly and two for the avoidant person it can help them understand things because they might not be used to noticing or seeing those kinds of feelings or needs yeah Uh, if they're pushing everything down like they're not reading what you're putting out there if you're not putting it out clear clearly so just yeah. saying, like, look, you don't have to make excuses for them. I, I know that they're good people, and I don't want to make a big deal out of this. It's just my feelings are hurt right now, and I just want to know that you care about that. That's yeah. it. Just yeah. I just want a little empathy. Also, a little bit of validation. Like, my feelings were hurt at what they said. Instead of trying to tell me you shouldn't be hurt, it's like, you know, hey, I'm sorry your feelings got hurt. That's it. Nothing yeah. else. I'm sorry yeah. about that. I'm sorry that was a rough time. I'm sorry that was rough. You know, it's not. I'm, that's not what I wanted this tonight to be. 
That's it. Also, like from the perspective of having someone that you allegedly care about and then you take them to your parents and your parents are ripping them to shreds. I mean, it's understandable that she would kind of be looking at him and going, uh, what the fuck? Like, I I couldn't imagine. From his point of view, his parents weren't shredding her. They were just being direct. And so some of that could also just be cultural differences. Could be. You know. Could be. Yeah. Not every culture communicates the same. They're all speaking English, but not every culture communicates in the same way. And they might just be much more direct than an American is used to. Like, Mm -hmm. this is going to seem really, really silly, but there's a nail salon that's near our work that I go to. Mm-hmm. And when I've seen some of the reviews for it, like a lot of a lot of people that go there rate them poorly and oh. say like how rude everybody is because they're barking orders at you. It's like, but that's not rude, baby girl. That's somebody speaking a, like this is their second, maybe even third or fourth language. Yeah. And they don't necessarily get the nuances of the language or how to soften it. It's just, a, yeah. a, you know, it's a communication, it's a cultural communication error or sometimes just um, grammatical. Like it's a translation yeah. issue. Yeah, absolutely. Um, absolutely. My dad has always struggled with the word have. He always mm. says got when you, he means like we would say, do you have this? And he'll say, do you got this? Oh, like, which can be like, very aggressive. Like, yeah. Do you got do you got Diet Coke? Yeah. As opposed to, do you have Diet Coke? Yeah. (laughs) And he doesn't mean to be rude. It's just that's the word he learned. That's how he translated it into English. Yeah. And that's just how it stuck. That's how it stuck in there. Yeah. That makes sense. So a lot of people who speak in, you know, Spanish or French may not realize that there's a familiar tense and a formal tense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because we don't have that in English. And you can come off as super rude if you address somebody in the wrong tense. Right. Somebody you just met or who is older than you, you should always uh, address in the formal tense until they tell you. Mm -hmm. Address me in the informal tense. And that's a real thing that happens. It seems so crazy, (laughs) like a little Disney village type of life. But it 100% is. There's even a word for it in French and in Spanish. When you ask someone to please refer to you, oh, you don't need to, you don't need to like, to speak to me in the formal tense, please address me in the informal tense. Yeah. And it shows like your education and your manners, you know, if you, if you address somebody properly anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, So it could just be a cultural difference. It could have just been, that's how his parents are. Maybe his parents were, are kind of rude and they don't mean to hurt her feelings, but they're just like, look, don't waste your time. Yeah. Yeah, I looked but them up. Either way, there are a lot. Something like yeah. Either way, if something bothered her about it, her she I think all she said was like your parents were pretty rough on me, mm. and of course he's instantly going to get defensive. They're his parents. Yeah, uh, and he didn't see it that way. Yeah. But you know, if she would have just said like you know I know that they're good people and I know you love them. We'll get past this. It's not going to, it's going to, you know, we'll laugh about this one day. But right now my feelings are a little bit hurt. Yeah. And I just need you to empathize with me a little bit. Like just you care about my feelings and you care that my feelings are hurt right now. That's it. Yeah. 
Yeah. And it would be a good thing to see whether or not he was capable of that. Because wouldn't yeah. you want that in a partner to go like, I'm really sorry that you're feeling so crummy. Also, like, I don't know. Like, I feel like, yes, possibly language barrier, possibly cultural. I'm sure. I'm I'm sure a bit of both. Um, but like he knows that she's from a different culture. It seems like he has a lack of empathy in that situation. Um, because like saying that you're in a different league, granted, it could be a different thing. Maybe they meant it as like, you're in different places in your life. And I Um, think that that is what they meant is that there is also uh, revisiting Jessica and Mark from love is blind. There is an age gap where she is older than he is. Totally. But apparently this is what he does. He likes older women. Ah, okay. Okay, 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 okay. But I think that maybe that was his way of, his parents' way of kind of saying, where is this relationship going? Like, what are you expecting from this? Because, yeah. you know, it's, yeah. she's in her, at that time, I think she was in her early 40s. Yeah, 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 yeah. And been I think that they were talking about babies and stuff. And it's just like, Girl, you're in your early 40s. If you want to have babies, like, you're going to have to do it right now. Like, eight, like to do like, it tomorrow. Get pregnant and answer like, n- n- Now, you got to go home pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. But, you yeah, know, either way, tough. like, it, it's again what the doctor was saying that, like, if you can't express your feelings and what you need now, how yeah. are you going to do that yeah. in the future with something bigger? Absolutely. And the really sad thing was like, he said that when, when Darcy's talking and she, there is a weird way she phrased it. And I hadn't thought about it until the doctor pointed it out is she says like his dad said something that like kind of struck a chord in me that like I wasn't good enough for him. Mm. And maybe she misspoke and didn't mean to say struck a chord. Maybe she meant like kind of stopped me in my tracks, but she said struck a chord. Yeah. And that means that you kind of stopped and agreed with him. Oh. So he's saying maybe because of her kind of preoccupied attachment type that maybe because she was abandoned or was uh, neglected early on and she developed this attachment type, maybe a part of her believes that she isn't good enough because if your preoccupied attachment is because you didn't feel like you deserved the love Mm -hmm. like you didn't get love as a kid because you didn't deserve it if your mindset believes that that's not true obviously but yeah if your mindset believes that and someone says maybe you're not good enough for him all of a sudden you're thinking like oh my god i'm not good enough for him Oh my god! She's already sees got it. all the fraud. Yeah, and That's now the thing someone with Darcy. flat out tells her you're not good enough for him. You're out of his. Like, he's out of your league. Yeah, and a part of her very sadly believes that. Yeah, not the case. You know, she is a catch. She's an adult woman, successful. You know, owns her own business, is doing fine by herself. Raised two girls. She doesn't need this kid to validate her in any way Mm -hmm. but she's obviously someone who is like we were saying kind of emotionally very thirsty she is craving 
mm-hmm. love and commitment and yeah. can't seem to get it. Yeah. Probably because she's self-sabotaging herself with all this, you know, kind of issues that she's not recognizing or seeing and these kind of choices she's making. She's seeking out people that aren't going to give her what she wants. Yeah. And when it doesn't happen, she takes on all that blame. It's not the guy. It's her. Oh, yeah. Her cringiest It's not that the guy's moments. a douchebag fuckboy. It's that somehow she feels she's not good enough. Yeah. Yeah. So the doctor just felt really bad for her in that in that moment saying, you know, I wish that I could have been there <laughs> to have talked uh. her through it because he thinks that in that moment she thought, oh, my God, I'm not good enough for him. Mm, and yeah, all so. those insecurities started creeping in and this is where we're going to see her behavior start to get into that weird hyper visual she's gonna start like torconing right now mm-hmm. because yeah. that is what her pattern tells her to do that's what that's how she responds to this kind of stuff mm-hmm. is instead of walking away from it acknowledging it stopping like you know discussing it she just starts to go into like spiral into kind of oh like Torcon's 10.0. Yeah. She's gonna like cling harder to him and make more demands of him and be more dramatic, not realizing like, ooh, you're ruining it. You're fucking it up. Girl, you're fucking it up. Yeah. Yeah. You're pushing him away. He yeah. wasn't he's into you, and now you're gonna start to push him away. Yeah. No, Darcy. Oh, the Darce. So tell me a little bit about her relationship with Tom, the Brit. And yeah. And let's see if we, like, see some patterns. So it's very similar. So um, she, like, right off the bat with Tom, I don't know if it's, like, the first day um, – she lands. Um, I do remember that when she arrives, she does a full on like head to toe makeover in the bathroom. Like she gets herself all done up after because she wants to look her very, very, very best. Um, and I mean, she literally changes outfit, shoes, makeup, like does a mini shower, which I mean, I get wanting to look your best. Do you girl? But you can tell that she's um, she's a high she's a high maintenance proudly high maintenance gal mm-hmm. so she arrives and she meets Tom and I don't know if it's the first day if it's the second day or whatever but they go through and they're looking at like um, jewelry in a in a window shop they're like window shopping walking around London I think he lives in London um, and uh, she's like oh you know just looking thinking about thinking about the future just looking and it's like oh god stop breathe she she did the same thing with jesse oh god they didn't go first night jewelry shopping but they like there was a mention of jewelry and she like instantly went to engagement rings Mm, and she did the same thing like thinking about the future you know i don't know you know you never know i know it's so cringy the first night when they were together she got really upset because he didn't want to sleep in the same bed with her and it's a thing of I think she immediately went to oh my god he doesn't want me oh my god I'm not attractive oh my god and she spirals really fast the drop of a hat um which is kind of like you know you guys just met each other for the first time like 
it's okay that he doesn't want to immediately jump into bed with you. Um, Right. And then there was a thing where they did have sex. And I think she like kicked him in the face and he got a bloody nose or something. Something happened and it was delicious TV. Um, But then one of the most memorable things for me with the Darcy and Tom, aside from the recent events that just happened was that um, she met his sister and his sister grilled her um, was like, I don't know like what your intentions are here. And they went salsa dancing. So Tom is an avid salsa dancer. I believe maybe like one of their parents was from Spain. So he grew up um, culturally. It's really important to him. I believe he does speak Spanish as well. And um, I guess it's part of the salsa culture to just dance with whomever. That's what Tom says, at least. Um, And Tom is very loose in terms of like, is he dating someone else? Are they exclusive? Like he really doesn't want to totally be off the market you can tell so of course that just adds to Darcy's insecurity and then they're dancing and Tom like he wants to salsa dance which I do understand it's steps there's certain steps certain moves it will be literally like you really wanted to go swing dancing and you've never your partner has never done swing dancing before then you either have to go I'm either going to go swing dancing or I'm going to dance with my partner who's never done swing dancing before and not really done swing dancing but like we're gonna dance together so tom decides though that he really wants to salsa dance so he invites darcy out for like a hot moment but she doesn't know the move she doesn't know the steps and of course what does darcy do darcy's trying to do these like sexy dance moves to like lure him in and entice him but it's salsa and there's steps and there's spins and all these things so then he's like no no no, she doesn't know the steps so then he starts dancing with other women and darcy's insecurities just like flare instantly flare and it's kind of a nice moment because you see tom's sister supporting her and going like we'll go talk to him like kind of giving her this like you need to talk to him you need to tell him how you're feeling you need to blah 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 but darcy kind of can't do that what i noticed with her is when she tries to do it in those moments she's very flippant she's very like she, instead she does that weird thing and and it seems like in these types of personalities it's just this like this physical move of a head if you've ever seen someone do this you'll know what i'm talking about um dina does it on jersey shore where when they're trying to make a point and you can tell that they are feeling really uncomfortable because they're starting to feel vulnerable, they close their eyes and they look to the side or they they're saying their point and then they look to the side and it's like, that's what she does. She's like, well, I don't know what you want to do. And she just like kind of closes her eyes and looks to the side it, when instead she does know, she does know how she feels. She does know what she wants to say, but she's choosing to kind of be coy and to kind of entice it out of him instead of oh. having to put herself on the spot and be vulnerable in that moment so it turns this whole blow up this whole thing um and that's pretty much all and and tom can be kind of a dick like he resorts to um like he made a mention in one of the recent series about her weight and he was like did you put on (gasps) weight and it's like fuck you tom fuck off like so what if she did why does that fucking matter um and so Tom, Tom is problematic. He's, he's problematic, but Darcy's insecurities really do like, as that, like doctor was saying, like get the, really get the best of her and create these storms that otherwise, if she just said like, 
if she can just accept it's like she can't accept herself so therefore she can't accept how other people other people's behaviors that might be harmless like um I mean but like at the same time she's choosing these guys that I think come with these sort of um they come with these uh, like built in um ticking time bombs for her they come with yeah. these issues that are triggers that's what they do. they come with these built in triggers for her and i she's just into them because she likes if that's the system that you've known and that's the emotional like kind of operation that you're used to doing then you're gonna be into that because that's how your change is really uncomfortable change is really hard that's how you're used to existing then that's gonna be attractive to you um so yeah, Tom is Tom is a mess. And then the recent Tom dish is he showed up um and I think like wrote her a letter or something and then Darcy, the Darcy that we've been waiting for for all these years, she broke it off with Tom and she stood up for herself and she walked out and she cried. Of course she did cuz Darcy cries. Of course but she cried. She did it. She said like he was talking and she was like, "Well, I just don't know what you're going to say. I don't know why are you here?" Like, I don't understand what's happening and we're not going to get back together. And then he was being a dick and she was like, can I have the check, please? I'm going to pay for his coffee. And it was like, yes, this is the Darcy that we have all been waiting for. And then she stormed out. She was crying, but she did it. And we were all very proud of her. So she, Good for her. she did change. Good for Darcy. I mean, look, Darcy, I love a broken bird. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I... I like complicated cases. Mm-hmm. I, we all know how much I I love chaos. I don't like chaos within my own life, but I love to watch chaos. Um, and I do like a bit of a broken bird. I'm not interested in a well-balanced, healthy person. <laughs> Sounds so terrible. That doesn't mean I I only want like I want somebody who's not available or distant. No, but I do like you know. You gotta be a little fucked up. Yeah, to reel me in. I like it. <laughs> I like it. My love language is very much acts of service. So, yeah. if someone's gonna let me just act all up on them. I'm here for it. <laughs> I, I like somebody who who wants to be kind of not taken care of, but, you know, like tended to. Yeah. Not that like I'm making your life choices and am living your life for you, but like I am your support system. I am your yeah. cheerleader. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> uh, I love a supporting role. Because I grew up in the spotlight. I am not 100% avoidant attachment, but I relate much more to the avoidant than I do to the preoccupied. Mm, I do not mm -hmm. chase. Chasing is not that I haven't had my thirsty moments. Yeah. But more often than not, I am withholding to avoid vulnerability. Oh, I feel very uncomfortable with a naked declaration. Oh, same. If I were playing a Quidditch match, I would not be a seeker. I would probably no. be one of those Weasley twin beaters. Like, feeling to get away from me. I am 100% defense. 
<laughs> I am not offense. No, no, no. I do not go after. I do not chase. No. I I need to be the one being pursued. Mm-hmm. And even then, I'm a tough nut to crack. Yeah. I am my own broken bird. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a it's a tangled weave up in here. I got my own wings to, to but, bandage. Yeah. Like, like everybody else, though. That's the thing. It's like everybody yeah, else. Right? Every, we're all complicated weirdos. It is yeah. a goddamn miracle any of us find partners or friends or loved ones. Yeah. Aside from the people biologically obligated to care for us. Um, <laughs> but... It is really fa- like this is I love trash TV because it's trash and I like oh, to consume God. trash, but I also like trash with substance like this. Like this is one of the reasons yes. I like these kinds of shows is because you can break them down and you and I are overthinkers. I mean, to the extreme. And this is perfect for us to dive so deep into what seems like very shallow people very shallow behavior Mm -hmm. you can dig in there and find some nuggets you can crack that egg that's all i've wanted to do i'm sure that not everybody is worthy of egg cracking sometimes we're cracking when um there's nothing there and we're just you know it's our own Mm -hmm. stuff we're putting on there putting into it but most of the time it is going to be people like Darcy, who there's probably so much that happened to her before we ever saw her with the camera. Yeah. Before we right? ever saw her on camera. Like what rather, happened with that first divorce? That, what was going on? Yeah. Yeah. Um, There is, I mean, I, I did see the next season where uh, her in the, with uh, her journey with Jesse continued in the U.S. He did come to the U.S. Did not go well. Mm-hmm. It went very, very no, unwell. Not. There was an yeah. assault charge. <laughs> very, very unwell. With a shoe. Um, she allegedly threw a shoe at him, I think. Or something happened. Mm. I can't remember 100%. He's weird about but his shoes, too. It went, it went from a just a nice family dinner with her children present to a screaming mm-hmm. match. And, like, shoes being thrown or something. And... um police called and bags packed you know fiance's out oh um, my nightmare it was very very dramatic very very explosive it made for fantastic television um <laughs> but at the same time it was like oh girl like that's all happening in front of your daughters Ooh, and I get yeah. it. Like, you want to make good TV. Like it's that, really happening that, to you. It seems like it's a big, big deal. But, oh, baby girl, it's happening in front of your girls. This cannot be what your girls think is normal. Like, this yeah. can't be. Ooh, it's not good. It's not good. Yeah. That's the tricky thing about those patterns, though. Man, do they love to repeat and pass down. They love it. They love to do it. So I do, I do feel for those girls, but you know, like maybe Darcy, maybe she's learned some lessons. It seems like she's a little bit better right now. I think she's still living with her sister and they're kind of thriving and maybe she's getting, maybe she's kind of coming to terms with who she is. I don't know if she's therapy or anything like well, that. I mean, um, but it, maybe it's she's all the journey, starting to right? take and some self. Most of us are looking and we don't have to do it on camera. Yeah. 
Right? Oh, my God. Oh, Darcy. I'd be so embarrassed. Oh, Darcy. Well, I think that'll, that's going to wrap up our Darcy Silva. Um, Oh, wait, no, I have a game first. Um, If you had to pick between the two bachelors, would you pick between Jesse or would you pick Tom between the two options? Yeah. If you had to pick between the two of them. Ooh, I'm going to go with Jesse because he never went after her physically. Like they were a mess. But their fights were all Ooh, stupid yeah, about yeah, shoes yeah, and dumb shit. Yeah. Their okay. fights yeah, never yeah, got yeah. like, have you gained any weight? If someone Ooh. ever hit me with the, have you gained weight? Like, just wait. You Ooh. you want to see fury. Every day I look in the mirror, I say every the meanest things you can think of to myself already. I'm thinking, I'm a thought of so I don't need you to comment, sir. I will read you to filth, Tom. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that's the lowest I've ever seen him in that moment. Because I think it was the, it was a classic narcissist move. She was establishing the power and he was freaking mm-hmm. out. Um, I agree. I, would I don't lean know in Jesse so as much. Hard. Yeah. I would lean in so hard to that. I would emasculate him on, t- on yeah. camera. Yeah. Um, I love the move of paying for the check. I've done that move. Mm, that's a good move. Where it's things were move. going, things were going wrong, and I pulled a. St- it was. Oh God! It was a younger person. Was not Doctor Boyfriend. He is a younger man. Um, <laughs> I've got a pattern too. I love him young. Um, and we were out for drinks, and there was a. For me, much too long discussion about who was going to pay the tab Mm. and how the tab was being split. And it was a, oh, well, do you want to do you want to just split it or do you want to do this? Do you want to do that? And I took my card out of my wallet, put it on the little thing and handed it to the server and said, you can just put it on my card. Thank you. I got it. Nice. Nice. Because I I don't have time to dick around over like $15, sir. Yeah, I guess if it gets me out of this out of this situation faster, I got you a couple of drinks. Don't worry about it. It's not (laughs) it's not going to. Mama got mama got this. Don't worry about it. It's fine. I've never referred to myself as mama. I never will again. (laughs) Hashtag not the mama. Not the mama got this. Oh, God. Um, Um, Yeah, I just I I can't with that kind of attitude like the. They were both terrible relationships. Oh, terrible. But. Jesse never seemed to go after her in that way. And I haven't seen the Tom uh, relationship, but from what you've described, he didn't go for her like that. Yeah. Yeah. Tom um, was the worst. Honestly, Tom was Tom was the worst. I wouldn't pick Tom. I would still I would pick Jesse, even though I don't know that much about Jesse. Um, yeah. His parents give me we a vibe, though. Not going to lie. Now. His parents give me a vibe. The other ones. Yeah. Um, and so it makes me wonder about his childhood a bit. Um, but uh, but yeah, so that's our Darcy. That's our Silva. Our Darcy, our thirst of it all. Silva, Silva Lining. Silva Lining's oh playbook. God. Silva Lining's Silva playbook. Silva Lining's playbook. There you that go. That is the fucking Title. name of this episode. Um, I love so yeah. it when that happens. 
oh, when it's just organic and it's natural and then bing, bang, boom, there she is. Um, there she is. Darcy could learn a thing or two. Oh, no, just kidding, Darcy. I do love oh, you, Darcy, actually. Love I you. do love you, Darcy. I, I do. I root for you. And that's why when you do those things that make you seem crazy, and I shouldn't use the word crazy, that you do those things that make you just go off the handle, I get upset because yeah, I'm like rooting for you. Because like patterns, self-destructive behaviors. Use a catch, now, girl. Yeah. We uh, we both knew, know someone who was Ooh. Darcy-esque. Yes. And in a moment of wanting some self-reflection, she asked me a question and I gave an answer which she did not like and she stopped speaking to me and to this day currently does not speak to me um so some Darcy's are not ready to hear or see the truth from someone else or in their own behavior one silver lining for Ms. Silva is having gone through these things on camera and having to watch like the worst of yourself yeah play out on camera and in front of everybody is at the very least maybe she did have a big growth period after like you know yeah a big amount of growth afterwards and is able to see some of the things and rick realize like oh okay 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 all right gotta gotta approach some things differently gotta break (laughs) some patterns gotta be the you know strong powerful ponytailed badass bish that i that i am yes rocking a blazer with no pants oh my god i love it darcy do it do it live that life live it live your pantsless blazer life hard girl live we're rooting for you life Okay, you guys, I think that's going to wrap it up for this episode, but stay tuned for next week because we're going to continue on theme, on brand with a similar topic of our top five most cringy, cringe queens of reality TV. We've got some gemity gem gem gems for you. So please stay tuned. As always, you can find us at thebottombible.com. You can email us at thebottombible at gmail.com, Instagram, um, looking for us to listen to on iTunes, um, Spotify, Stitcher, anywhere. It is going to be The Bottom Bible. Um, yeah. So, and then on Instagram, please reach out. We're going to do, we're trying to be a little bit more interactive and in doing like polls and things. Um, so please um, contact us if you have any ideas, comments, questions. Um, yeah, that'll do it. That's it. That's what she said. What do you want? That's it. So we will see you, darlings, next week. Stay safe, y'all. Stay safe. Goodbye. So tell me what you want from me. I really need.